Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program of information on the ever-changing world of accessibility. Now here are the hosts of this program, Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy. Hello, I'm Nancy. And I'm Pete. There are a lot of new things happening at the American Printing House for the Blind these days, and this week we figured we'd talk a little about some of those changes and what you should expect in the future. Among other things, they have begun managing several services that used to be part of the American Foundation for the Blind, or AFB, and they are also growing their efforts in direct consumer sales. And we will speak with Dave Wilkinson, Director of Sales and Customer Service at APH. But first for our tip of the week. This week's tip comes from Dave Wilkinson. My latest thing. I don't know if this is so much an audio tip of the week, but I'm using it an awful lot. I'm always looking for headphones and wearables and stuff where I can listen to music and sports or whatever while I'm running around the house vacuuming. And it's not the cheapest solution, but my latest idea for that has been the Bose Wear Around series, where they're not really headphones, but speakers that go that rest on your shoulder. And so when I'm vacuuming, I can still pump up the volume and have my favorite 80s hair bands or football or baseball and not have my ears blocked out and get high quality fidelity sound. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You don't want something that totally covers your ears and blocks out everything because then, you know, one of your other senses is gone for navigating. Exactly. And these, the speakers rest on your collarbone. It's like a little band that goes around your, your neck. It's not cheap. You know, they're, they're bows. So it's just what these guys run. The other thing that I really like them for is the sound quality is impeccable. They're better than any headphones I've used with my phone or any – my phone is a speaker phone, and it's just comfortable. I, I can move around. Is there a built-in microphone in addition to the headphones? Yes. Oh, cool. And a related product that Pete and I really like to use when we're traveling on an airplane is the Bose noise-canceling headphones. And then you can either just shut out the world or actually play whatever your audio input is through them. And that's been fantastic. And they really work very well because I like to listen to audio books. But on an airplane, you don't want to turn up the volume so loud that you destroy your hearing. These Bose headphones cut out a lot of the ambient noise of an airplane. Or a vacuum cleaner, I'm told. Oh, yeah, I vacuum with them. But you can still hear speech over top of the drone that you've cut out, so they're really terrific. Support for Eyes on Success is provided by... Way Around, revolutionizing how people with vision loss keep track of important information about everyday things with the tap of a smartphone. The simple tag and scan system promotes independence in everyday situations. Learn more at www.wayaround.com. Let's start by meeting Dave and learning about his role at the American Printing House for the Blind. I'm Dave Wilkinson. I'm the Director of Sales and Customer Service at the American Printing House for the Blind. So the last time we spoke with you was over three years ago, and at the time you were working for somebody else. I was. One of the jokes of last summer's consumer conventions uh, was that I'd worked for virtually everyone in the room, and uh <laughs> There's some truth to that. 
I was working for Hims the last time I was on Eyes on Success. I was the business development manager. I had a number of roles with Hims and was there for about five years and uh, was, I would like to think, pretty instrumental in the way that the BrailleSense Polaris turned out and helped develop training curricula, educational curricula for a lot of their products. And I was doing a ton of traveling and really was ready to do something else and was already living in Louisville. And this position presented itself from the American Printing House, and I was lucky enough to get it. And uh, the HIMS folks and I are still on fantastic terms. I have really good friends at HIMS. How long have you been at APH now? I have been with APH for just about eight months. What are your specific roles there? I was brought in to APH to expand our non-quota presence. For folks who aren't familiar with it, most of the sales at APH are to educational entities, and the sales are based on what are called quota dollars. And quota dollars are federal monies that are distributed to school districts and other uh, blindness-related entities throughout the U.S. based on how many people you have in that particular school district or you know rehab center, et cetera. So it's a nice system for schools because they're getting money for things like textbooks and for Perkins Brailers and for video magnifiers that are APH branded, et cetera. And they're not really having to pay for them. They're using money that's coming from the federal government. My role in all of that is to focus on non-quota sales, i.e. consumer sales or sales to a commission for the blind or sales to other government agencies, VA or you know any other federal department, because we really have never gone after sales like that. The board of the American Printing House for the Blind has tasked the organization with broadening its revenue streams, and that means having an actual sales department and having a, a marketing division so that we can more, I, I guess, on out there uh, about saying, hey, this is what we have to offer. This, these are products that might be of interest to you. Come and look at us. We've got some cool stuff. Most of our listeners have visual impairments. Do you? I do. I'm totally blind or as close to totally blind as you can get without being totally blind. If I see it, I'm about to hit it. You are listening to Eyes on Success. 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 This week's focus topic is the services and products provided by the American Printing House for the Blind, or APH. So you describe some new initiatives that APH is getting into in terms of branching out into the consumer market more aggressively. And it seems to me that I've been noticing some other changes that have been going on at APH. This is why we wanted to talk to you today. And we thought we'd talk about some of those. In particular, the first one I wanted to talk about was some of the new tasks that you've taken over from the American Foundation for the Blind. Can you tell us what that is all about in that transition? Absolutely. We would prefer the words assumed responsibility. Taking over sounds like way more corporate than we ever are. True. <laughs> but uh, the American Foundation for the Blind is more narrowly focusing its efforts into advocacy work and lobbying. And as a result, they were looking for someone to, to assume responsibility for a number of their other divisions, things like AFB Press, Career Connect, Vision Connect. 
I'm forgetting the other website. Vision Aware. Uh, Vision Aware, thank you. Uh, the Braille Bug site, et cetera. And it was an ideal fit for APH. We'd just gotten this mandate from the board to broaden our scope, broaden our effort, become much more of a one-stop uh, resource for blindness and low vision. So we agreed to assume responsibility for these services, and we got them as of July 1. And we have been trying to fold them into the world of APH. And so you should see a lot of changes. One of the other things that we inherited was information referral hotline, which has been around at AFB for years, which no one really knows about. And AFB stopped advertising years ago, and it's known well enough literally around the world that people call anyway. And we intend to do a lot more aggressive uh, advertising for making people aware of it. Where someone with any issue related to blindness or low vision can call in, they speak to a gentleman named Alan Lovell. And if Alan doesn't know the answer, he is a master at Googling and he will find out. So it's sort of the internet before the internet, uh, sort of a way of thinking about it. It's, it's, you know, for people who aren't computer experts, if they want to use the phone to call in and find out answers to questions related to blindness or vision uh, impairment, the information and referral hotline is ideal for that. Sometimes it's nice to talk to an actual person. So I've heard, yeah. So we've done a number of previous episodes of Eyes on Success and some of those services that were offered by the American Foundation for the Blind, including Career Connect, Vision Aware. Can you give a quick summary for people of what these services do? Career Connect is very much uh, what it says. It is a website that is designed to have job postings, uh, materials for creating job-ready materials for applying for positions, and the idea is to bring employers and employees or potential employees together. Vision Aware, uh, Nancy, you probably know as much about Vision Aware, frankly, as I do, and it's not something that I have a whole lot of input on, but it's basically a series of resources for blindness and, and low vision uh, entities across the country and around the world. Well, fortunately, Pris Rogers knows a lot more about it than either of us, and so we got her on the show to talk about it. Pris Rogers is an amazing, amazing resource. The part that I've had a lot to do with has been AFB Press. And uh, little did I know when I was hired at, at APH that I was going to become a book publisher. And, uh, and I'm getting pretty good. AFB Press, for those of you who aren't familiar with it, is the producer of a lot of the core textbooks that make up the field of blindness and visual impairment. When a teacher of the visually impaired is studying to become a TVI, they are using textbooks that were produced by AFB Press, now APH Press. So it's very much sort of that core set of knowledge that exists in our field. So we considered it to be a huge honor to be able to pick up AFB Press and, and keep it going and try to bring it to a broader audience. So besides some of the naming and branding, what changes are people likely to see in these services, if any, now that APH is managing these? Our first trick is going to be to fold everything in together. Uh, APH is launching a new website over the next few months, and we need to make sure that that website gets all off the ground and that we can fold all the AFB websites into it so that we've got one big umbrella that's the first sort of key for any type of of merging of anything, I think you'll see a lot more of an effort. This could be interpreted as a slight, and I don't mean it to be, 
at sort of modernizing how the websites operate, APH has a lot more staff to be able to keep up with making sure material is, is current, uh, that there's a stronger social media presence, you know, for the information referral hotline to make people more aware of it. I think you're just going to see a general modernizing of the sites. So you perhaps have a better infrastructure of support to be able to bring these forward in the future. I think that's a very good way of putting it. So for people who have old bookmarks that go to the AFB website subpages, I assume all of those will redirect to the new location and you'll make it obvious and easy for people to now update their bookmarks. You are correct. If you go to the old sites, they just get redirected at this point. That'll continue to be the case. Well, that sounds like an exciting new venture for APH, and to bring this all under one umbrella sounds like a nice idea. What else does APH do in general that's not part of that? Boy, I could go off in a thousand different directions. One of the things that we have been really interested in doing is forming stronger partnerships with some of the other assistive technology manufacturers in the industry to produce products that can be used for maximum benefit in K through 12 and beyond. I think a good example of that is our JAWS Magic uh, Zoom Text Suite that we have from the folks at Vespero, previously VFO, previously Freedom Scientific. But you know, the, the, you have all of these packaged into one where it's 300 bucks a year, which is a significant reduction in what people have paid for screen readers and screen magnifiers in the past. And certainly you can use free screen readers and or free screen magnifiers, but you've got an, an awfully good support system built in, an awful, awfully good set of documentation for support built in. So you offer that bundle on a subscription type basis? It's on a subscription type basis. We have a really strong partnership with the folks at HumanWare for a product called the Matte Connect, which is very much like the Prodigy Connect 12, except that it has a suite of programs from APH, including things like Nearby Explorer. So for people who aren't familiar with this device, what does it do? It's an Android tablet. Uh, you've got the camera of the tablet, and you also have a camera that's hooked into it for distance viewing. It's sort of a near and distance viewing video magnifier. Almost like a portable CCTV that you can use to look at things far away or close up. That is very much the idea, and the idea here is that you're using a tablet for it that fits into a really cool stand that all folds up into a nifty, lightweight package that can easily be moved from classroom to classroom. It also has optical character recognition built in so that you can read printed material from underneath. You can save images from your, you know, the distance camera if you're trying to take a picture of the, the smart board up in the front. You also have access to the rest of the tablet, so that if you wanted to, to download Word for Android, and use it on the same tablet that you're using as your video magnifier, you can do that. We also do a lot of development of our own products. We just released uh, you know, a Laptime and Lullabies series. That's a series of short pamphlets that have different activities and resources for parents and teachers of, of blind children birth through three. Uh, we just released our cortical visual impairment book builder, um, our braille book builder, which are different. The braille book builder has a lot of different series of tactile surfaces that you can use to construct stories and construct scenarios. 
So this is for parents and educators to interact with visually impaired children. Exactly. We have free software that we just released. We have a cool crossword puzzles app that you can go to aph.org and put in the word crossword in the search box and you'll get to download a cool crossword puzzles app. Wow. We're doing a lot of work with Nearby Explorer. It has a free online version as well as the paid version. And for those that don't know, that's a navigation app. It's a navigation app, and we are doing a ton of work in getting more locations around the country and in some cases around the world to put indoor navigation beacons so that nearby Explorer's indoor component called Indoor Explorer can be used to navigate throughout the inside area of buildings. And the city of Louisville has worked a lot with us on making trying to – our goal is to make Louisville the most accessible city on earth, and you're seeing these indoor beacons pop up all over the place in Louisville. That's becoming more popular around the world. It'd be nice if people agreed on one standard for that. We've talked to a number of developers who, you know, all have their own system for doing that. Well, it's funny you should mention that because one of the things that we're most proud of with uh, Nearby Explorer and with Indoor Explorer is that for the Indoor Explorer part for mapping the beacons, we're using OpenStreetMap, which is an open source mapping program that doesn't cost anyone to use uh, and that's accessible to anyone so that you don't have to be a developer. You just have to read through our somewhat voluminous documentation on how to set up your beacons. And, you know, a scout troop could decide they wanted to beacon them all and they'd be able to do it. And we actually use one of your tools for the editing of our show. We use your studio recorder program, which is a great editing program for audio that's made specifically for people who are visually impaired. Very good keyboard support and very easy to navigate with a screen reader. I love that program. And I used it when I was at HIMS when I was doing audio demonstrations of HIMS products, and I would edit it with APH's studio recorder. Something else that we just released that I'm really proud of because my wife had a whole lot to do with coming to market was a product called Braille Buzz uh, with a Z, not a G for Braille Bug, but Braille Buzz. Again, this is a literacy tool for children birth through, you know, three, four years old. It looks like a cute little bumblebee. And when I turn it on, it's going to give me a few different modes. And we're going to actually make him do his thing. Hi, I'm Braille Buzz. And it says, hi, I'm Braille Buzz. And it's in a phonics mode at the moment, which means that when I press a letter, it is going to give me the letter, the sound that the letter makes, and something that's associated with that letter. So we'll press a letter. L makes the sound, ooh, as in laugh. <laughs> How cute. That is cute. I know. Or my personal favorite. W makes the sound, ooh, as in weasel. <laughs> so it's just kind of fun. Even for adults, that could be fun. Heck yeah. It gets even better, though, because this may be taken as a generalization, and I'm sorry, folks, but it's true. A lot of us blind people just like odd noises, and so if I hit something that's not a letter... I just get random noises that keep the child pushing buttons just to, to, to get them used to actually pushing letters, pushing keys. I can put this into a different mode. Keyboard mode. Remember, your left hand presses keys one, two, and three. Your right hand always does keys four, five, and six. Your thumbs can press the space bar. Let's try it. 
Oh, so this actually has a Braille keyboard on it, so the child can learn Braille while they're listening to their phonics and all the rest of the sounds. You got it. Not only does it have a Braille keyboard, but up across the top, in two rows of 13, you have A through M and then N through Z, which are the Braille letters on little honeycombs, because it is Braille buzz, and it looks like a cute little bumblebee, so that if I press one of the letters up at the top here... J. It'll tell me that I pressed a J, you know, so that I'm looking at the Braille dots. I push them and I hear the verbal feedback of J. And if I'm in what's called letter mode, um, and I'm not really expecting the child to be able to switch from mode to mode so much as mom and dad in the beginning. But if I go into letter mode, letter mode, let's make letters. Now, if I press that J, J dots, two, four, five. It's telling me what dots it's going to be on the keyboard, which I learned earlier. Dots one, two, and three, I use my left hand. Dots four, five, and six, I use my right hand. And so I'm playing, and at the same time, you know, through osmosis, I'm learning quite a bit about Braille. What a great learning tool for young kids. And it's 99 bucks. <laughs> Let's all get one. <laughs> Heck yeah. Call me at 502-899-2309. I'm the director of sales. I'll take your order. We'll get them out in time for Christmas. Braille buzz. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but it's, it's, an, it's a really cool example of a product that someone else isn't going to make this for that price point. There, there, you know, there, there's no real profit margin or anything in it, so they're not going to make a whole lot off of it. So this is where APH steps in and we're like, we'll do it. Here you go. So I'd just like to point out part of what makes it adorable and part of what makes it more useful is it's a black background and all of the keys are bright yellow, which for somebody with low vision has terrific contrast, but also that's what colors a bee is. Yeah, that's why we have the honeycombs up at the top with the braille letters on them because it's a bee. Mm -hmm. There's no writing on it anywhere. Do you provide to sighted parents of blind children any kind of instruction on learning Braille so they know what they're dealing with? You know, if you're not sure what dot combinations make up a letter, you can use the letters up here at the top, like the Z, as in Zulu. Z, dot, one, three, five, six. And you're being given the dot combination for Z so that you are getting some basic knowledge of Braille through the auditory feedback as part of what it can offer you. So during nap time, mom and dad can use it to learn Braille themselves. If you're good. <laughs> After we finished the interview, Dave sent us a note asking us to mention that the Braille Buzz comes with extensive documentation on the basics of Braille, links to further Braille resources, etc. So it can really be used as a very effective Braille learning tool, whether it's for the child or the parent or the teacher or anybody else involved. Well, it's kind of interesting that your technologists seem to work on a full range of products like that from technologies and learning tools for younger kids through high school and then more sophisticated tools. I'm thinking of some of your devices like the Orbit Reader, a low-cost Braille display. Absolutely. Still the lowest-cost Braille display on the market at 449 bucks. This is one of those too-good-to-be-true stories about a note-taking device. It was horrifying at the time. I was leaving work, and I was carrying a whole bunch of stuff, and one of my coworkers offered to help carry stuff, which I'm, when I'm like, 
I don't need that. I can do it myself. And I piled even more stuff onto the pile and I'm headed towards this set of cement stairs and my orbit reader fell and bounced down the cement stairs. And now I'm in trouble. Oops. Cause I should have just taken the offer of here. Can I carry some of this crud so that you have some idea of being, some way of being able to balance all this stuff. So I put everything down and I go down and I pick up the orbit reader, expecting it to be in about 12 different pieces. Not only was the rascal intact, but it still worked perfectly. And so it was one of those shocking moments where you're like, Oh, it's 449 bucks and I can throw it down a set of stairs. Now kids don't go do this at home. That that void your warranty if you mess anything up. <laughs> but it was it was a shock. I would have never thought I could do something like that. You certainly don't usually think of portable electronic braille devices being that robust. No, absolutely not. Now in fairness, the orbit reader is not the end all be all answer to everything, but it is a very good low cost a robust braille display that has very limited note-taking capabilities. It's a very good reader. It's a very good braille display, and it will do some limited editing for you. Cheapest braille display on the market. That's terrific to get the cost of a braille display down that low. Part of the idea behind it was to bring this whole concept of forcing the point on producing a lower cost braille display. And so now you're starting to see competitors, you know, with their own ways of producing low cost braille displays. And so, you know, that ends up being a game changer. Is there anything else you want to tell our listeners about? Something else that we're really excited about is the product Braille Blaster, which we released a little over a year ago, which is a free Braille translation program. It works with text and NIMAS files and can produce Braille copies that can be sent to any embosser. So if you're not doing something that's insanely complicated with translating a Braille file, you've got a really good free Braille translation program that's now available. It even has its own website, braillablaster.org. Oh, that can be a great tool. Now for this week's final item, how to reach the American Printing House for the Blind in general and Dave Wilkinson directly. So if people are interested in finding out more about APH and some of the products that we talked about and initiatives, where would you send them? You can always give us a call at 800-223-1839. You can go to our website at www.aph.org. You can follow us on Facebook or on Twitter. Uh, you are also welcome to contact me directly if you want. And I'm Dave Wilkinson, the Director of Sales and Customer Service. My email address, and it is Dave Wilkinson, D-A-V-E-W-I-L-K-I-N-S-O-N at APH.org. Or you can call me at 502-899-2309. We look forward to hearing from you, and I would just like to take this opportunity to thank both of you, Peter and Nancy, for this opportunity to be on Eyes on Success. It's wonderful to be back with you, and I'm looking forward to doing it again in the future. Well, thank you, Dave, for telling us about what's new at APH. And as usual, you can find any of the contact information we talked about in this show, URLs, etc., in the show notes associated with this episode at www.eyesonsuccess.net. 
That's it for show number 1848. Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking with Maribel Steele about her new book entitled Blindness for Beginners. Maribel takes us along on her journey of discovery where sight loss can become a renewed vision of what's possible. We'll talk with her about her transition from early diagnosis and rejection of being labeled as disabled to her eventual acceptance of and success at making changes in her life. If you have any questions regarding something you've heard about on the show or you'd like to share an idea for a future show, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net or call us at 585-210-8094. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy and distributed by WXXI Reach Out Radio. Browse the full archive of programs, find instructions for subscribing to the podcasts, and much more at www.eyesonsuccess.net. You can also find us on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at Eyes on Success or Twitter at underscore Eyes on Success. We hope you will join us again next week for more information and updates on products for accessible living. Thanks for listening to Eyes on Success and have a nice day.